0: third times a charm or in Kevin McCarthy's case third times a chump <laughs> what what's up this is Marquez saves the Republican man what an exciting day yesterday I have to tell you I did not think that I did not think that anybody could make 434 people saying the same three names over and over again for hours on end really entertaining and and inter- interesting but that's exactly what happened yesterday. Thanks to a small handful of liberty, love freedom defending Republicans who uh, aren't going to just settle for the status quo in Washington, D.C. We're going to get to all of that because it was a really exciting day yesterday. And of course, fun fact, it's going to be happening again today, which I'm so thrilled. You thought history was made yesterday. Just wait. Just wait until today uh, at noon Eastern. We'll get to we'll get to the details of that here in just a sec. First, though, uh, I do want to take a minute because I I always say, you know, please um, whenever you get a minute, please subscribe to this podcast. Please leave us a review. Please spread the word and spread the love and let's grow this thing because, you know, in order to save the republic, which is what, I mean, this podcast is called Mark K. Saves the Republic. And it's not just me. It's all of us. It's I'm just the one out here leading the charge. Uh, but we all save the republic. And one of the ways we can do that is by spreading the word of conservatism, of of taking these ideas and these ideals that we have and that we, that we hold dear you know and and we believe will truly help uh save our republic and move it forward and put us on the right track and make everybody happy and healthy and wealthy and safe and 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 uh secure our status as the number one most super of all superpowers in the entire world we believe all that can happen but uh not unless we start to get out there and spread the message we got to we got to convert more people you got to convert more people to the conservative cause you got to tell all these people hey listen i understand you believe this but i believe that and here's why i'm right and you're wrong although you know you want to you want to cushion them. People don't like to be told you're just wrong, so you got to you got to just kind of slowly convince them. And one of the ways I try to do that is with this podcast. And if you can help spread that word, spread that message and spread the love, that's great. And one of the ways that that one of the easy ways to do it, I always say, it's so easy to become a uh, an apostle of conservatism. It's so easy to become an evangelist for the um for the for the uh, you know, Make America Great Again movement or for America First for this country. If you want to evangelize America, all you have to do is uh, share this podcast with somebody, subscribe to this podcast and leave us a, a positive review because that helps, that helps all the uh, podcast programs know that this is something that people like and enjoy and will continue to listen to. In fact, I'm going to read a couple because I always say I'm going to share some of the fantastic, we get a lot of great reviews and I always say I'm going to share some and then of course I never do. But in 2023, I'm going to start doing what I say or at least, you know, knock on wood, I'm going to start trying to do more. Uh, what I say, um, because I feel like, you know, because I tell people, I'm like, look, I want these damn Republicans as are doing what they say and not just say things they're going to do and never them. And uh, and I think what we saw yesterday in the House was part of that. So I need to lead by example. So if I say I'm going to share these reviews, daggummit, I'm going to share something I'm going to do it right now. The first one is from Rebel 50, who wrote awesome five stars. My day doesn't officially start until I've heard Mark's thoughts on the current political goings on. Totally awesome. Rebel 50, thank you so much. I assume it's Rebel 50, it just says R-Bell, but I think that's probably like the cool way to spell, uh, the cool way to spell Rebel. Love the show, writes q btx Can't wait for each day's episode. I can get the news that I can trust and be entertained at the same time. Bonus! And, I, and that makes me, that warms my heart because really, here's what I want to do. I just want to entertain and inform. And it looks like at least for uh, Q-L-A-B-P-B-T-X, that's exactly... That's exactly what's happening. Woot, what, woot. Could be, should be woot, woot, maybe, or what, woot. I don't know. W H O T, W H O O T. So it's what, woot. <laughs> what, woot. Uh, I love listening to your show. Fist bump, uh, beer, two beer. It's fist bump emoji and then two beers, cheersing emoji. Big fan here in the Philippines. TC brother which means take care brother uh and that's from Connellets Connellets thank you so much fist bump to you couple beers back at you if i'm ever in the philippines you and me are going to share some suds um absolutely what what woot <laughs> what woot that's what yeah i love it i only listen for the humor says KC soup i know i know you KC soup oddly enough i find mark humorous it's why i tune in every day. Well, and for the truth, too, Mark brings the humor we need in this crazy world we are living in right now. I will give Mark credit. He does bring the facts, too. I appreciate his candor, honesty and occasional devinness. LOL. If you don't have 3 hours of time to give his show, at least listen to his podcast, KC Soup Preach. I appreciate that. I will take all of that. I definitely am here to entertain people and and you know the reason i entertain people and the reason i tell everyone entertainment is so important is because People need to listen to the facts. They need to listen to the truth. They need to listen to the information. They need to know what's going on in the world. But if they're not entertained, they're not going to listen to anything. If they're not excited, if they're not laughing, if they're not emotionally involved, if they don't go, oh, this sounds interesting. If they're not interested, then they're not going to listen. And if they're not going to listen, they're not going to learn. If they're not going to learn, they're not going to be able to do what needs to be done to save this country. So, yeah, we want to get you the facts. Yeah, we want to get you these ideas. But, yeah, we want to keep you smiling Um, because if you go, that show is fun to listen to, you're going to listen to it. And the more longer you listen, uh, the better, you know, the better it is for our country. Uh, I know that sounds bold, like listen to my show and save the country. But really, bold times call for bold actions. Um, So, yes, listen to this show and help save America. Listen every day and would not miss it, says Collins G., Mark is spot on and amazing. Thank you. And then uh, I'll do one more here. Nickname Ass. <laughs> Wait, it's nickname A, dollar sign, dollar sign. So nickname Ass Money. I don't know. Uh, love to hear the real news. He can make you laugh and not cry about it. Nickname Ass Money. That's very sweet. Those are all very sweet reviews, and I appreciate all of them. So uh, to everybody who left a review, what woot? What <laughs> woot? Um, anyway, All right. Uh, so let's get back to what's going on in the House of Representatives, because it's very important. And a lot of people are annoyed by it. a lot of people are angered by it. Uh, a lot of people that I spoke to are like, this is just a travesty. Carl Rove was on Fox News screaming and yelling about how it was chaotic. I see it a different way. I'm going to be honest with you. I like the fact that there's a fight for the Speaker of the House position. And I'll tell you why, because the Speaker of the House is not a job that should no job really in this country. No elected official. Whether it's an elected official at the local level, the state level or the national level, whether it's somebody who's elected by um by, you know, on election day by voters like you and me, um, if it's or if it's somebody who's elected to office from elected representatives like the Speaker of the House, nobody should be anointed. There should be no there should be no assumed rise to the throne or assumed rise to power. There's no hierarchy. You know, when our founding fathers uh, declared their independence from Great Britain, they did it because they hated monarchs. They hated monarchs. They realized with monarchy, there was no accountability. They realized that with monarchy, there was no, uh, you know, there was no um, way to, uh, you know, get the people's voice heard. They realized that with a monarchy, there was nobody's opinion, but one dude or lady, but mostly a dude who said this is the way it's going to be. And the only person they tended to care about was themselves, or at least they tended to care about themselves first. And when you when you remove a monarch and replace them with somebody who is who is chosen by the people, an elected representative of the people, which is very important uh, when you do that, all of a sudden the people are put first and the people's needs are put first. And that representative now has accountability um, to the people that, that that elected them and put them in office. And if they don't do the job they were hired to do, they can get they can get the hell out of Dodge. And the people have the power, which is something that they that was very important to the founders of this country. They hated King George. They hated the taxes. They hated the, um, you know, the the uh, what do you call it? the quartering of troops? All of the things that King George did that they felt were usurping their rights um, and, you know, making their lives miserable, uh, you know, and and basically squashing the freedoms that God gave them. Because every man is born with freedom granted from their creator. Uh, Among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And no man, no man, elected official, elected representative, appointed bureaucrat or monarch has the right to take those away. So getting rid of monarchy, getting rid of um, somebody who really like assumed ascendancy is really what they're talking about here. You got to get rid of that assumed ascendancy. And Kevin McCarthy, for whatever reason, maybe because he was there long enough, maybe because he was the minority leader, for whatever reason, Kevin McCarthy and a lot of other Republicans had it in their mind. There was this assumed ascendancy to the throne or to the gavel in this case, to the speakership. If Kevin, if the Republicans won back the house, it was a done deal. Kevin McCarthy was going to be the speaker. And that's un American in the United States of America. You're not supposed to get a job. In any government office, unless you fight for it, unless you win it, unless you convince people, unless you negotiate, you're supposed to be the best person for the job. You're supposed to be chosen by the people. And if the people don't want you, that's their say. And that goes for Speaker of the House, just like it does representative from Florida's first district or representative from whatever district Kevin McCarthy's from in California. There's a lot of them. Uh, There's a lot of them. Um, And that's what and that's something that I wholeheartedly believe uh, to be true, and if t- and here's the other thing too. Here's the real danger. Here's the real problem that Kevin McCarthy faced in the House yesterday. It wasn't that he failed three ballots. The real problem was that going into this, there were reportedly five to ten conservatives who were anti Kevin McCarthy, never Kevin, who didn't want Kevin McCarthy to be the speaker, who felt he was kind of a Democrat shill, who felt he wouldn't do, uh, you know, fulfill all the promises he made to the American people, especially the Republicans. There were five to ten reportedly who were not going to vote for Kevin McCarthy and who were going to challenge him and put up somebody that they felt was a better choice. After the first ballot, it turned out there weren't five to 10, there were 19. And 19 is a lot more than five to 10. After the second ballot, nobody changed their mind. It was still 19. And after the third ballot, that number jumped to 20, which means Kevin McCarthy was going the wrong way. Instead of ending the day with the same number of votes he started with, he lost a vote. Instead of ending the day with the same number of votes they started with, the conservative rebellion, as I've heard people call them, the conservative rebels in the House of Representatives gained a vote. And Jim Jordan, who they all want to be the Speaker of the House, uh, ended the day with 20 votes going into what's going to be now the fourth ballot, which starts at noon today. I thought this was great. I thought it meant that finally conservatives were coming together and saying, we can't just have status quo in Washington. Uh, They weren't just coming together and saying, we're not just going to we're just not going to rise, or you know, raise Kevin McCarthy up on this pedestal that everyone just assumes he's going to be raised up into. Because when you assume that somebody's just going to get a job, that's where you get laziness and corruption. I mean, Kevin McCarthy, the dude's already—I don't know if you know, know this, but the dude's already working out of the Speaker's office. Kevin McCarthy, who's not Speaker of the House, is working out of the office of the Speaker of the House, and that's something that is, I guess, allowed if you know who's going to be the next speaker of the house but we do not and matt gates from florida was not happy with that so he sent a letter to the architect of the um of the house of representatives and the architect of the house of representatives is basically like you know kind of like the office manager i mean there's a lot more to it but he'll say you're here you're here this is your office that's your office if you need uh ex- extra phone lines you call the architect of the of the house if you need um you know an elevator pass i don't know if you need like visitor i don't that's the guy that's in charge of the House of Representatives and, and organizing where all these people are going to work. And Kevin McCarthy was in the Speaker's office and Matt Gates was like, oh, hell to the no. This dude ain't Speaker of the House. Get him out of that office. Um, he failed three times on three separate votes to become Speaker. So clearly he's not the choice of the people who were chosen by the people. And, uh, and we're going now into the, into the fourth ballot today. So you can no one's backing down from this, nor should they. Because as I pointed out earlier, the founders wanted this. They wanted the right person for the job. This is one of the checks and balances that we hold so dear. It's going to, it's going to have to, here's what's going to happen. Either Kevin McCarthy is going to figure out a way to get to the requisite number of votes, 218 or 216, whatever it is um, that he needs to get to become Speaker of the House. And then he can stay in the office. That's the first thing that could happen. Or more and more votes will peel off. And he could drop down to 205 or I'm sorry, he he was at 203. He could drop down. I'm sorry, he was at two. Wait a minute. Now I'm getting confused. Yes, he could drop down from 202 to like under 200. And if he keeps losing more votes, people could could vote present instead of voting for anybody. If that happens, then all of a sudden he's in a weaker position. And eventually he's going to have to say, all right, it's not going to be me. Let's find somebody to be Speaker of the House. Could be Jim Jordan, could be somebody else. But there's not nothing's going to happen until there's a consensus. This all lies uh, right with Kevin McCarthy. If he steps down and he tells everybody, all the 202 people that voted for him, I'm not running anymore, I'm not going to do this. We need to find somebody who can be a consensus representative of the party, which is, look, and here's the thing. All of these Republicans that are saying these 20 holdouts are gumming up the works, they're creating chaos. Karl Rove, who's calling it an unmitigated disaster and all this other stuff, these people... They don't realize that the 20 people voting against Kevin McCarthy feel the same way that they do. They don't like, they're like, they're like, you hate us. Well, guess what? We hate you guys because Kevin McCarthy is a moderate. Kevin McCarthy is not right for the party. Kevin McCarthy is Washington elite. He's been here too long. He's too entrenched. He's too, he's too. Uh, you know, compromised by special interest groups. He's taken way too much money. He's not going to do what we need to be done for America. He's going to be Mitch McConnell of the House of Representatives and giving him all the power that the Speaker of the House gets is a mistake. And we're not going to let you make that mistake because we fought too hard to get here. The people in our districts put us here to fight for the United States of America. They want change. They want it rapidly. They want it quickly. They want Joe Biden's horrible policies and horrible legislation and horrible overreach to be undone ASAP. They don't want to wait around. They don't want to wait around for four years or however long it is. They want the right person who's going to take a hatchet to this socialist agenda that Joe Biden has put forward. They want this $1.7 trillion spending package that passed through. They want somebody who is going to take a scalpa and slice it apart. They want it going through the, the meat grinder and they don't want anything. Um, they don't want anything, but you know, the, the, uh, they don't want anything but the good stuff coming out on the other end. And, uh, and it's going to take somebody other than Kevin McCarthy to do that. Kevin McCarthy is a wheeler and a dealer and he's, and he's, you know, pandered to the needs of the Democrats way too often. He's not what you would call a conservative. He's not what you would call somebody who puts America first and makes America great again. Now, I understand why a lot of conservatives i understand why a lot of representatives are pushing for him i understand why 202 people are like look let's just get him in so we can get to work because they're itching to get on their committees they have their individual ideas we've spoken to a lot of them about it we know that jim jordan wants to be head of the judiciary committee so he can go after hunter biden and james biden and joe biden we know that they want to investigate the doj and the fbi and the cia and they want to see why these organizations were weaponized against the united states of america and its citizens They want to know why the FBI became the secret Gestapo for Joe Biden and the Democrats. They want to know all that stuff. They want to know what's going on with the border. They want to fix the border, repair it. They want to make sure that it's shut down. They want to investigate Afghanistan. Our buddy, Representative Mike Waltz from right here in Florida, sat at this very table across from me and said, we need to get to the bottom of Afghanistan. That was a botched withdrawal. It should never have happened. We need to know where the breakdown was in our military, where the breakdown was between the commander in chief and the Department of Defense, and the troops on the ground, why did we abandon Americans in Afghanistan? Why did 13 Marines get blown to smithereens? Why did that happen? Why did we give up our air base to the Chinese government in one of the most volatile places in the entire world? That investigation's got to happen. What about this Wuhan flu that's coming back for part two? Uh, I mean, the the COVID vaccine, uh, or the COVID uh, flu, the vaccines, the... um. Masking policy, the shutdowns, Dr. Fauci. Why was this clown able to run around telling everybody what to do as if he was some kind of, again, dictatorial, tyrannical monarch who was just given power instead of somebody who earned or was handed power by the people of the United States of America? I get it. Everybody wants to start their project, they want to start their thing. But here's the problem if you have the wrong person in charge of the House of Representatives, if you have the wrong person in place as Speaker, then it doesn't matter what you want to do on an individual level because that person could thwart your efforts. That person could negotiate away whatever your energy is going into. That person could change their mind or or change course and all of a sudden, everything you thought was going to happen, everything you were promised by your leaders by your leadership, everything that you thought you were going to get as a a conservative member of the Freedom Caucus in the House of Representatives that you could take back to the people who elected you and said, "Look, we actually, as Republicans in the House of Representatives, are doing stuff." What woot? <laughs> what woot? Everybody wants to go home at the end of the, uh, the congressional session and say, "Conservatives, you put us here. We went to Washington and we delivered." What woot? But that's not going to. Um, that's not going to happen, unfortunately, in the minds of at least twenty individuals in Congress, with Speaker McCarthy as the uh, Speaker of the House, or with Kevin McCarthy. Ooh, look what I have the forty slip as Speaker of the House. And um, it's going to be really interesting today to see how many more ballots we get to. BT Dubs, sorry, Keith. We wanted to remind you that if you have not yet grabbed your copy of the Republican Revolution Resolutions for twenty twenty three, that you got to get it. It's amazing. This is a report that I wrote over the break. It's ten. Resolutions that I believe the Republican Party needs to follow if they're going to win in 2024. It doesn't matter who Speaker is. It doesn't matter who the Speaker is. It doesn't matter who the candidate is. It doesn't matter who wins the primary. Doesn't matter who wins the general election. Ron DeSantis, Donald Trump, somebody else doesn't matter. If the GOP doesn't come forward and do these ten things, if they don't figure out these ten resolutions, and if they don't make them gospel for this year, if they don't say to the party everybody. Whether you're a candidate, whether you're a campaign manager, whether you're an elected official, whether you're a voter, whether you're a canvasser, whether you're a volunteer, whether you're nobody, but every four years you go in and vote for a Republican, you guys got to know this stuff. These are 10 things we must do right now and we have to do every single day in 2023 to set us up for a massive victory in 2024. If you haven't yet done that, go grab it now. The website address is Republican.com. 2023com Republican2023.com. That's the address. You, you go there. Uh, you can get your report. I also do a video presentation, too, if you'd like to get the video presentation. I mean, why not? You can watch. If you're not sick of listening to me or hearing me or watching me yet, then go ahead and do that. Um, and that's going to be that's going to take us all one step close, closer to doing what we all come here to do every single day. And that is protect our country from its enemies. Stop socialism. And once and for all save the Republic. What? Woot!